morning everybody happy wednesday welcome to my podcast here she has wings i'm andrea charlotte bentley today's episode is part two of ask andrea so last week we had an episode where i went on social platforms and i asked people what questions they would like to know anything about my life or anything they just want to know about and i answered a few really really interesting questions and i really really enjoyed it so because i had some really good questions i've decided to do a part two to that and I've got some absolutely fabulous questions today as well and I will be doing this kind of segment again because basically I'm talking about what you want to listen to I mean I have got ideas for subjects but I just want to talk about things that you guys are interested in so I am always available to contact with ideas and things um We've got the email address that you can contact either myself or Amy Calvert. Any kind of questions that you would like us to cover, more than happy to do that. So just um, let us know what you would um, like me to talk about. So I'm going to start off, as usual, with a quote. And the quote today is from Robin Roberts and it's, When fear knocks, let faith answer the door. We've talked previously in different podcasts about fear and how it can take over and it can stop us from doing the things that we're meant to be doing in our lives. If we hold ourselves back, if we listen to that small little doubting voice in our minds, it can hold us back from all that we're meant to be doing in our lives. So I wanted to choose this quote to remind you to not let the fear take hold and to do things in faith, to step out You don't know what's going to happen when you do that. That's partly why it can feel quite exciting, but it does feel scary. But it's important to not let those fears take hold and to let faith take over in these moments when you're not sure if you should be stepping out. Do it. Do it in faith. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to talk about that I had a question about when I went on to a TikTok live last week, and I know this is an issue because of what I can see in social media and everything, obviously it's been a humdinger of a year and a half and it has definitely taken its toll on people's mental health and suicide rates are increasing and mental health is a massive issue and it's difficult for the NHS to cope with it. It's just this whole cycle. Um, So someone put to me, you know, how do you cope with depression it's a massive question and I am not a qualified doctor and I'm not qualified in this but I can offer some things that have helped me through dark moments in my life and I'm happy to do that because I do feel like this is a really relevant topic you know mental health matters and there needs to be more mental health awareness because so many people are putting on a brave face and then suffering behind closed doors and this should not be there should be and there is help available out there that's the first thing I want to say is that the most important thing that you can do when you're in that moment of feeling really overwhelmed and depressed or anxious is to reach out to someone you don't have to deal with it on your own the best people that you can go to are either a trained professional which i mentioned on previous podcasts that i really do advocate for that 
I really think it makes a difference talking to someone who is qualified and sometimes it's good to talk to someone who isn't in the situation. Yes, I do believe in talking to your safe people, but it's always really helpful to get that outside perspective as well. So whether it be that you speak to a counsellor and someone just to listen, because that's a really powerful thing, just someone listening so that you can process what's happened and it's not all whizzing about in your head, just the fact that you can articulate it to someone else, that's really going to help you deal with the situation and how you're feeling. The worst thing to do is to keep it bottled up and to put a mask on and repress it because then it becomes really really unhealthy so whether you speak to a counsellor or whether you speak to a therapist you know a therapist is someone who can give you feedback and help you evaluate you know why you're feeling the way that you're feeling and that can be so so helpful so reach out to professionals there's also helplines as well there's the obvious the samaritans and there's quite a lot of other mental health um telephone numbers that you can ring and you can get help and I totally advocate for doing that Um, that would be the first point I want to say is get help it's a sign of strength to get help it's not a sign of weakness so go to someone professional or talk to people that are safe and that you feel safe with it's really good to share what's going on in our heart and our minds But we do need to be discerning about who we share really personal, deep information with as well. And especially if you are feeling vulnerable because you're not feeling great. So I would say, you know, go to your safe people and just talk about how you feel. Release it out. When you release it out, that's how you're healing it. So first thing is step out and talk about it. Secondly, I think that routines really, really help with mental health. I know in my dark moments, if I have a set thing that I do every day, like for me, routines are really important. I think all my listeners know that of me. I love writing lists. I love having a set thing that I do in the morning, you know, um, and in the evening as well. So I have set routines in the morning, set routines in the evening. And they're like my little anchors of the day that keep me going on to the next thing so for example in the morning I always make sure that I have a little bit of time in the morning before the chaos and the crazy and the you know mum do this mum do that so I have that bit of time I make sure that I always have a little healthy drink in the morning that helps me I have this little bit of aloe vera juice that just it just sets me off it's good for me good for my digestion I feel good having it that's all good I always make sure I have my vitamins for the day I always make sure that I have a nice cup of coffee in the morning before the crazy and that I make sure that I'm having a good breakfast too as well as once everyone else is up that I'm doing the same for them so it's very set and that really really helps so routine helps with your mental health so try and put those anchors in the day that are going to help you like I say until you get to the next thing so that you know what's coming next because that can help quite a lot with anxiety as well um the other thing that i do in the mornings that really helps me as well and it's good to like change the energy up is to play different kinds of music so for example first thing in the morning i want to be waking up so i'm going to put some high energy music on in the mornings it really helps me to get ready for the day so i will do that as i get ready and whilst i'm doing that 
I'm going to be making sure that my self-talk to myself, like my affirmations are happening and that I am speaking good words over my life and positive words over my life and that I am loving myself. And that's going to put me in a good place in the morning for the rest of the day. So that's my little anchor for the day that I do. Every morning I have like a set kind of hour where I do that. And then when it comes to the evening, it's more winding down kind of routine. So I'll make sure that I always light some candles. I'll make sure that I always have a little bit of time to myself to have a nice drink. I'll make sure I get the nice drink in. So it's little things, but often it is the little things that do bring us joy. And when you're doing the little things that bring you joy into a routine, everything feels more manageable, in my opinion. Um, another point is just be careful of what you're letting in into your mind you know what are you listening to you listening to things that inspire you and are really positive are you around positive people just get curious about things like that because your environment is massive in how your mental health is doing so just be thinking about that jot down some ideas what can help what can help you get out of that the other thing I know I talked about in one of my other podcasts is joy we need so much joy at the moment we need giggles so think about what things are going to just make you giggle and laugh and just have fun you know what things do you enjoy doing the more you do them the better your mental health is going to be so that's going to be my kind of quick answer to that I definitely would do another podcast on that because that's a massive subject um but that will be what I think has helped me and I hope that it can encourage other people that it would help them the next question is from Sarah Hall and it's how do you prepare yourself for dating again after a toxic relationship so again this is a big question it's really interesting I think the most important thing that you can do when you come out of a toxic relationship is to heal and healing is hard work it is not for the faint-hearted it is well you have to feel it you have to have a healthy sense of grieving for what you've lost and that's painful facing up to that is painful but that's where the true healing takes place so i would say you're going to be ready for dating once you are fully healed which means feeling what you feel letting it out speaking to your safe people if you need professional help then that can be fantastic as well to help you to get ready in the place where you are fully yourself that would be my bit of advice you know when you are ready to be dating when you look in the mirror and you can say I love myself and I am never gonna take that crap again I don't think I've ever said crap on my podcast before, but I have to use it for this because you have to love yourself enough to know that you are never going to accept anything like that ever again because you are too priceless for that. Your worth is immeasurable. You're not going to take that anymore. I think when you know your worth, that is an absolute game changer. And then I think you do feel ready for getting to know people. And I think after you've been hurt, it does take time to begin to trust people again. That's a massive thing. But with time, you get there. You get there. You can believe the good in people because it's there. Just because someone else hurt you, it doesn't mean that the next one is going to do the same. 
and it takes a while to kind of rewire your brain to actually believe it and feel it yeah initially you might have those reactions of you know you you can transfer really really easily from what happened with previous relationships onto the next one that is that can happen very easily but you can rewire your brain and you can train it to get to the point where you know that there is good coming your way I would say don't rush and take your time get to know people as friends you know even when you're dating I think that's a good way you know do you actually get on with this person do you vibe with this person are you connecting with this person that is such a good basis for a relationship and have fun if you've been through a really difficult time you need giggles you need fun you need banter you need a good vibe so enjoy that but work on the healing because that is everything and I do think you will know when you understand how much you're truly worth okay so the last question I'm going to cover is from Natalie Davis and she was talking about teachable moments with your children and I was I've been thinking about this because often we kind of want to cover up our pain don't we in front of our kids because we don't want them to see that and I've just been thinking about this the last couple of weeks since Natalie put this on the Facebook group and I thought you know what I think it's so imperative that our children see us as fully human Yes, we do not want to be sobbing every day, but you know what? If they see us going through something and it's making us upset and we can articulate this to our children, that's fine. That is teaching our children that we are human and it's going to ultimately help them to cope with their failures or their feelings. If they see us process things, that's going to help them that's going to be a good influence on their life so it's not about being a perfect parent and it's not about never going through things because we're humans we're gonna and it's okay that our kids see us go through that they are perfect perfect teachable moments so keep being the real you um the other thing that i think i've really learned as well is is that I believe, you know, God knows what he's doing when he gives us our kids. And there is something about us. There's that, that's that golden cord. There's that connection that your child is only going to want you to be completely yourself. Whether that's like, for example, with myself, my kids really respond, some more than others, to me being a right goofball. And, you know, I felt like I kind of suppressed it in the past because I was told I was too much, la di da now I'm kind of letting it all out and they love it like they really really do respond to me being really really goofy and stupid and it lifts the mood so again that's like a teachable moment I'm hopefully I'm teaching them to just embrace the real you that's what I want to do I want them to be them I don't want them to be carbon copies of me I don't want them to think they have to be perfect I don't want them to never mess up I want them to just learn from their mistakes and learn from their failures because they are inevitable. You know, if we step out in faith, we're going to get failures. We're going to get good things, but we're going to make mistakes. I just want them to love and embrace who they really are and be the real them. And I'm hoping and praying 
that by me doing that, that is going to set an example to them to just be themselves and never feel like they have to be anything else. So there you go. There's my questions for today. Um, If there's any more or anything that you would like me to discuss, like I say, just um, message me or Amy and we'll get back to you. I'm going to be doing two podcasts next week. So I am not 100% sure what I'm going to be talking about yet. But so any ideas, swing them my way, please. But I will be on, you know, I'll come on in the, I'll definitely do the Wednesday morning and then I will do another podcast later on in the week as well. And I'm looking forward to that very much. So thank you for listening today. Join me next week on the Wednesday morning for the next episode, episode number 29 next week whoop whoop and I shall look forward to speaking to you all then have a very blessed week and god bless bye